this is exciting, man. We we had a little jam earlier. We did. It went pretty well. Well, it, there was a there was a misfire at the beginning because I because we we're like you were like, hey, I brought my uke. You should play the mandolin. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, Naturally. I've got a mandolin. It's awesome. And then I and then it's like, oh yeah, uh, I haven't played a mandolin in like a year and a half at least, so we, I forgot to play it. I actually think we didn't even get it tuned. We just gave up. We were like. Dude, you've got a Martin acoustic. I was, yeah, down. you had a song, so I was like, I, I know how to play that on mm-hmm. the guitar already, so let's play that on the guitar already. We had a little song, um, just something I was working on in the uke. But my first instincts were to go like, uke, mando. Uke and mando. And uh, then, yeah, so it turns out I should just, I should just pick up guitar. And then we wound up taking what you had. You had a couple, you had a verse and chorus and that some melodies. And yeah. we turned into a thing. We wrote, we wrote a bridge and Man. arranged it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it just, I just went the. Oh, I'm going to have to cut that out, brah. I'm going to cut it out. Um, oh, ooh, I wanted to ask you about something. So now that we have uh, a couple episodes in the tank and they're live and we're just killing it on the internet. <laughs> we're huge. I obviously I have to edit these bad boys mm-hmm. and listen through them. And I realized there was something that we didn't get. There are a lot of things we didn't get back to, but there was right. one that I wanted to ask you about because you said, Hey, remind me to tell you about this. And oh, it wow. was there. Was, <laughs> like that happened once only once. No, but there was one that I remember that okay. I thought I should ask about again. And that was, uh, you said we were talking about stinky cases and you're like, Oh dude, I've got dude. a story about, yes. and we even came up with the episode hashtag yes. stink hugs. And, and then you, and then we didn't get back to it. So, I don't know. So you met Heath, the owner, of rock and roll vintage yeah yes great dude and this story is secondhand I, this isn't you know my story but he told me and uh johnny we were there one day at the store and he's like so we got this warehouse full of crates they bought this whole thing a whole warehouse i'm not shitting you dude aerosmith's collection of guitars it took a warehouse crates and crates of aerosmith shit and they bought like the whole thing they were just like, we're fucking, what, how much do you want for the whole lot, you know? And they opened some of these cases, and it was like stained with BO. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, like, I mean, imagine, imagine playing a show, sweating all over it for three hours, putting it back in the case, shutting it, and putting it in this crate in a warehouse, and it might have never got played again. It's been a while since <laughs> these were played. So the question is, like, ass motherfucking guitars. So bad. Like, what do you do? You buy all of Aerosmith's stuff. You still buy it. I think they just did air the it right out. Move. You just open the cases and leave it go. You're talking like '70s Les Pauls, just like untouched, like brand new, sweated on, thrown in a case, and just funk, funk. Never opened again until 2010. Or Aerosmith whatever. funk you up, dude. Well, sweet. I'm glad we had our first edition of Hank editing callbacks right there. So thank you for that. Uh, also wanted to address something in, in what we're calling. I don't know what we're going to call it. Uh, the corrections department, mm-hmm. if they call it on some things. I actually had an idea, maybe like uh, fix it in post department. Uh, we're talking about my Martin. Yeah. The uh, the D76. You had a correction on the Martin. I had a correction. You missed well, well, okay. If we have to do this, it's going to be a long. In, in my defense, it was a question you asked me, <laughs> and I and I answered partially correctly, mm-hmm. and then the second part. So I what? Beefed. What was? Uh, give us some reference frame of reference. You asked me the the uh, wood type if it had Brazilian rosewood on it. Yeah, on the on and the. And I fretboard. said that I knew the fretboard was ebony, but I thought that perhaps the bridge was Brazilian. It and turns out that's also ebony. Oh, oh, and the headstock overlay, which there is no headstock overlay. It's just the mahogany It's all one, one piece yeah. mahogany. Okay, so that was a clarification. That was a clarification. That it's not, I, as, again, as as uh, editing man, somebody, did listening someone, back, I was like, ooh, I don't Did like someone write that. in and they were like, actually, because I would like that. If I wrote, wrote in, in to myself. <laughs> you wrote into the Gearhawks. <laughs> I submitted something. Hey guys, which we, we do have a website. Yeah, I don't think guys, we've mentioned that. If you guys want to write in and correct us on stuff, that would be awesome. Gearhawks.com. Yeah. There, there are three links at the bottom. We have an email, we have an Instagram, and we have, what's the other thing? Facebook. Facebook. Just hit 125 Damn. likes. We're rolling in the likes on Facebook. So fucking famous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but so I, then, then, of course, that got me to thinking about the, 
the Martin a little bit and and then did actually did some research after the episode because that's what professionals do. Sure. And I realized that there are only 1,976 of that guitar ever made. The 1976. It was the bicentennial. Wow. Dude, yeah. So and then, That's really cool. Yeah, right? And then and then so I Do you know what number it is? I did. I looked inside. It's 1235. That's awesome. Yeah. So wow. but the other awesome thing about it is that usually Martins have like a, you know, the normal kind of acoustic sticker inlay on the inside of the body where it tells you like the name, the model and the serial and everything. This one actually has up at the neck joint, like under the dovetail neck joint on the inside of the body, a, a bronze plate or I don't know, brass or something like plate. Holding that, the bridge? No, it's just instead of having like a sticker, it has a brass plate like that has plaque. like a plaque, a placard Whoa, of sorts placard. inside that has, you know, I guess embossed or stamped it's, somehow. Now it's all down the in the hole or is it up? You have to the... kind of hold the guitar to a weird angle and especially because I have that pickup in there, it's hard to see, but it's at... If you're looking at a guitar straight on and the hole straight in front of you, uh-huh. it's like you can't you can't see it. It's up at the base of the neck, and so, so like oh, wow. you have to tilt the guitar over. You don't need like in. a mirror or one of those dental instruments. I you, I did. I busted out the old cell phone flashlight to shine that nice in there move. a little bit, and yeah. then uh, but still because the rare earth pickup actually kind of comes back pretty far. Yeah, in there you can't really see it. Obscures the view. Dude, I'm really glad we cleared that up. Actually, I mean, right? I know. Was, I, was, uh, I, was, I was I was like I felt this is this is mentionable. Man. Dude, we got another listener question I didn't tell you about. Really? Yeah. Um, a friend of the show, a friend of the podcast, asked about... Here's a, here's a little side side tangent. Um, I've, it's been pretty interesting to hear, to actually hear about people listening to this thing because, it, it in my experience, has been mostly not gear hunks, or I should say more mostly not gear fans in general. So the question yes. had to do with someone who maybe isn't an expert but wants to buy their first guitar they want to know how to what are some questions to ask i didn't even i didn't even prepare you for this listeners should know this i didn't prepare you what are some questions you should ask when you go into a guitar store for the first time wow that so you make sure you don't get chumped like a chump dude that's a really interesting um thought do you think like how do you not be a total noob bro boy i mean you have to be comfortable with the guitar it has to be set up first of all like don't buy Unless it's like a hand-me-down, like it comes from your grandma's or your aunt's or uncle's attic or something like that. You got to buy something that plays good. So obviously play it first. If it's your first guitar. But what if you don't even really know how to play it? This is the thing. You're like, you're going into a guitar shop and you don't want to get deed over by the D behind the counter. That's a good point. Have a friend who knows how to play guitar come with you. What if you don't have a friend? This is we're the friend. This is what we need. This is what we're going to do. We're going to we like if someone's going in, what how do they like what are just like five wow. or a couple things? I don't know, five. I don't know why I said that number. Just what are some things? <laughs> how do you not get deed over? Like what are, what do you need to know when you go into that guitar shop? I'm going to defer to you on this one. I mean, what do you think, man? I mean, your guitar. You're going to defer to me? I am. Because um, I, w- I would say bring a friend. If you don't have a friend who plays guitar and you're buying a guitar. Okay. No, that's actually good advice. Think about think about who you have in your life that you could ask about this sort of I thing. I don't care if it's like, yeah, yeah a cousin you that's haven't a, talked that's to. That's truly. No, I, I, I take back all of my snark from earlier. I think that is <laughs> that is a good that is a good question um, or a good Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, if you really don't know how to like put your hands on a guitar, bring someone who knows. Because I'm, I'm guessing if you're buying one, you might know someone else who has one. That's just... Maybe that's not the case. Maybe you live in like the middle of nowhere and you have no friends. Yeah. And you're just like, you like Jimmy Page, you know, and you're like, I want JP. JP, he's decent. Um, <clears throat> aside from bringing a friend, I mean, you know, it just came to mind. I would say have a pretty, have a pretty decent budget in mind. Know what you'd be willing to spend on a guitar and, and also know what that will get you because, you know, maybe you only have a hundred bucks. You might be able to find something on Craigslist or something like that for, that's playable for a hundred bucks. But chances are you're not going to get into something that's not kind of rough to play. Let's talk in the about like one fifty, 150, 200 buck range. I mean, first it. guitar. I mean, I got mine at a pawn shop, my first bass ever. Really? Yeah. It was at this place called Aaron kills how in old? downtown Aurora. Aaron kills. Yeah. Aaron kills. It was a, it's a, how old, how old are you? I was 14 and it was a Squire two P bass, a red, Slab body, dude. I know this. Poplar this body. Is, this is the the. Mark we the talked shock about base. this. I bought two of them. Yeah, Mark. Mark owns the second iteration of that. Okay, base. all right. Yeah, that was your first. That mm-hmm. was your first. And so from a pawn I shop. bought it at a pawn shop. How much so was I didn't it? know how to play. You know, I think my mom like bought it for me. She came with me. You know, and I think, I think it was well, yeah, like one kind of seventeen year old is just. I think like it was two hundred, and I think we like talked him down. You know, we were like, we'll give you one. Se-. Like my uncle came. That's my awesome. Un- my uncle Donnie's kind of like a. 
He's like a wheeler and dealer type of dude. What up, Uncle Donnie? Yeah, what up, Uncle Donnie? Hope you're listening. Um, he actually has a lot of friends who play really good guitar. And uh, he came with, so he's like, oh, you know, I'll wheel and deal, man. We'll, we'll go to the pawn shop, you know, and check it out. And I was like, cool. And it was like 200. I remember it was listed 200. And he's like, we'll give you 175. And they were like, okay. And it was like, it was like one of those things where you're just like, whoa. Okay, so first bit of, a, bit of advice was find a guitar friend. Second bit of, of, of advice was have a budget. Have Uncle Donnie. Third bit was bring your Uncle Donnie or yeah. somebody that can wheel and deal. Because, yeah, you know, that's that's part of this whole game we Look, play. if you don't even know if you're going to ever play this thing again, don't spend over like 200 bucks. And here's the other thing. Uh, tip tip number good? four. No, listen. God, this is playing off what you're saying there, gay. Guy. I don't know. I feel like a little combative. I don't mean we're to be so combative right now. We're a couple two hearted in. <laughs> Henry's feeling extra two hearted today. I am feeling I hope extra two hearted today. Part of it out. Oh, are this, is this where we have the? Or is this the, the real talk? shit that we need to leave in? Oh, I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want to do a love honks podcast? Aren't we already episode five? How many? This is five. Oh my god, that's a big celebration. Yeah, that's that's like a, a pretty. Sweet See, when you work in an office for five years, they give you like a present. Let's talk about first guitars. Uh, my first guitar is sitting actually in this room right now because I recently was semi-forced to relocate it from my dad's house because he's redoing the basement and I had a bunch of crap down there still. So anyways, the first one is, a, I, I don't even honestly know what the name of it is. It's a basically nameless classical guitar that I beat to crap. Currently doesn't even have a nut on it because I broke it off, but I put all sorts of like... I. I was the kind of kid that would like collect stickers, but then not put them on stuff, but that just because there would be some amazing thing to put them on and then eventually would have some cool. And so I, I had like all these clear stickers and put them on the back of that. Um, and there's Dude, like rock one Oh three, five in the loop. Stickers and on guitars could be a whole nother episode, man. I love that. I would love to talk to yeah. talk about that actually. I had a base covered in stickers, I, but we'll dude, talk about I want, it. I didn't even, I, I, I was thinking about that earlier and I wanted to ask you about the it. more stickers were like the, how, how much more you cared or something. How do you, where do you stand on sticker? Would you it's put a flash, sticker dude. on something right now? No. Oh, fuck no. Fuck no. I don't like stickers. Why not? Uh, what if you're going to keep that instrument forever? No one's ever going to keep an instrument forever. I hope not. I've got a couple that I wouldn't mind. We were just talking about, you just told me to never, ever get r- rid of my Martin. I am anti-sticker. So if, what would, what would your reaction be if I put a sticker a on my, sticker on yeah. one of his old acoustics? Yeah. That. looks badass but so okay so but i have what if i had like a sticker that was very meaningful to me and i put it on my les paul you would think less of me yeah really mm-hmm. even though i never want to get rid of that guitar ever i don't hang out with people life. that put stickers on guitars really whoa i was not expecting it to go this way <laughs> dude i'm taking a hard stance i'm being a dick right now i'm sorry no i'm taking a hard stance dude. I, I, I just am, i'm 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 just surprised I it reminds expecting. me of a time when i played and i put tons of stickers on this bass i had tons what kind of stickers like uh dude whatever skateboarding fuck that fuck george bush (laughs) just stupid shit like every sticker you put on is like making a statement which one hw yeah it was uh because yeah this is like you know late 2000s or whatever or early 2000s i should say um anyways i think i have a picture of it somewhere i'll upload it it was like an old ibanez uh sr 300 which was one of my first bases ever but i didn't focus on playing i focused on like getting stickers for it and like da 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 I don't know. It just seems silly. I that just reminded me of another thing I wanted to ask you about, but I'm doing everything in my power not to. Can jump. I finish w- one more thought? Finish that thought, and then we also need to finish the 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 listener question. We need to put a bow on that. So we, we we'll just recap that. You're gonna have a lot of editing to do later. <laughs> Maybe. Um, my one thought about the uh, stickers was like somebody built that guitar. Pro- probably even if it was many, made in China. Multiple people built that guitar. Fine. It's still. Mike Punch. Mike Punch. It's still like a piece of artwork. You have to respect that. Putting a sticker on it. Is is it a piece of artwork? Definitely. So a tool can be a piece of artwork. Anything that's been built is a piece of artwork. Hmm. I think I agree. Yeah. But. Anything somebody put thought into is a piece of artwork, dude. Right? I don't know. Are we art? Hashtag art hunks this episode? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. Hashtag thought hunks. I feel you, man. I, I, I mean, we, you know how much I love just looking at the sexy curves of an instrument, be it a Les Paul or a Steinway DB. Right. 
you think but something it's still that's, a tool it's still it's still ultimately any tool is a hammer that's well, a that's a thing okay that's so adam, I look at Sa- it like adam this. savage's new book hashtag myth huster bu- <laughs> hashtag MythBuster hunks so i was looking at this old hammer that when i grew up there was like a toolbox and my dad had this old hammer i mean dude that like i don't know it was probably from like the 20s or 30s like it still works yeah it's just a hammer it was just built well it's got the little it's like the hand carved handle yeah there doesn't say like craftsman on the side or anything like that it's just boom craftsman Wood. makes solid tools i'm not shitting on craftsman lifetime warranty dog but that shit's art man okay so it's a tool so, but and why, it's art okay so what why does why why is that piece of handmade machinery more of a tool or i'm sh- i'm sorry more of a piece of art than the craftsman no i'm not saying it is i'm saying it's all art oh okay I'm with that. Yeah. So that tool that you see that that hammer as the same piece of art. So putting a sticker on a guitar to me is just like defacing. But what if it's what if the sticker is a piece literally like a Starry Night? I just think stickers are dumb. Oh man. Okay. I know. Well, maybe maybe this is the the talking down I needed. I I just because I, I you I, don't have any stickers on any of your exactly. Guitars. But I've been thinking a lot about it, and I'm like, why not? You're thinking about putting a sticker. On I don't it. know. I don't know. I have okay, so I have a, a few that. Because I said earlier, I won't be your friend if you. I'm I know, but there's, there's. I have a, a, because I have those same tendencies that I mentioned earlier. That as a child, where I would just save the stickers and not put them on things. I have a bunch of really awesome ones I love, and there's one from that I got from Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. It's one of my all-time favorite bands, and they are no longer a band, and it's a really cool design. And I've thought about putting it on my Les Paul. I know there's a reason I haven't yet, you know, I just, oh. I mean, stickers on vintage <laughs> <laughs> stickers you just hear the door, you just hear the door close, you hear the steps, I'll go down, you hear my car drive away. <laughs> I mean, they're so precious. They're never going to make one again. Well, that's right. They're never going to make anything that's ever been made again. That's why you can't put stickers on shit. I've seen those guitars. For All right, sale. fine. Last All point right. of Let's the edit that last part point. Out. No, that I'm not editing any conversation. Of that out. No way. It's ridiculous. I feel. I feel I like took I, some hard stances. I just worked through something right now, and I'm glad that we got. Do you feel out better? What we did. I do about that. Honestly, a little bit. But now I got to find something else to. You put didn't this. think I was going to go down that road. I didn't. I thought you were going to be more supportive. I'm sorry. And, and I'm glad you weren't. And I needed the tough love, which I need. I need sometimes. And now I'm just going to find something else. Maybe these little like shelf things I have over here. Maybe I can stick some like stickers on that. I don't know. I just want to use them. By the way, don't get me wrong. I have stickers in piles. Yeah. I don't know what to do with them. I wouldn't what put them on my guitars. Stickers? Put them on your laptop. Put them on your fucking. I've never put a sticker on. I haven't a either. Laptop people ever. say that actually it's a safety thing. It actually devalues the look of your laptop. Like if you cover it in stickers, it's less likely to get stolen. Oh, that's a solid tip. Yeah, I like that. It's harder to sell. What if you have like Maserati and Tag Heuer and Breitling stickers and like diamonds? fancy stickers, yeah. Rolex stickers? Exactly. Do people who actually wear Rolexes put Rolex stickers on things? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who collects Rolexes. Shout out to Dan. All right, so hey, that was a listener question. Yeah. We got through it. Yeah, uh, you know, make a friend know how much you want to spend bring somebody who knows how to barter and 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 i would say the final thing is just kind of have have an idea like if there's someone that you idolize that you want to be like with your guitar playing we all have had them maybe try to get one that kind of looks like one of theirs well that's what i was going to say like if eric clapton's your guy buy a strat find a strat type thing um and don't be afraid of used in fact if something's used and beat up that's sometimes a good thing because you know then I mean, it's been it's been used so it's been there's a reason someone use picks up that tool and swings the hammer with it yeah and it's I, a nice hammer absolutely and the most important thing is like getting something that inspires you to play yep. like you don't want to buy something that you just want to look at and then it's just gonna sit there dude spe- that's i love the fact that you just said inspires you to play because that that brings us to another thing we could talk about which is cappy's les paul that, nice i didn't know this was coming today i know right We've talked about All right, this. So man. our buddy Cappy, what's up? What's what up? up? I know Cappy? you're listening, buddy. Uh, he he's a. We talked about him in a previous episode about how I've been sort of helping him, giving him some things to work on, whatever. And so, but part of that process for him has been getting a new guitar and then totally tricking it out and making it his. So. 
tell me about the guitar. I know what it is, but tell the listeners. Yeah, it's an Epiphone Les Paul Special too. It's I think it's it's Aqua. A couple, yeah, it's like maybe a couple years old. I'm not sure exactly how old it is. Fairly new, but it has this really cool blue burst. And, it's like and a, that was the is look. it a quilt top or is it just like an Aqua it, burst? I don't I don't blue know. It, I mean, there, it, the, it's the, not a quilt the wood top. looks sort of flamey, but I don't know if it's yeah, yeah. like that's just a veneer it's or a, whatever. It's a blue burst, I guess. You but it's say. a blue burst. It's like a greenish to a blue. Blau burst. Blau. But he wanted, he knew that he, to get him to get into playing guitar again, he wanted something that like, he just really thought was cool. And so he, and he had in his head that he wanted this blue guitar. So he got it. And then I've been helping him go through basically making it all gold as well, which has been really fun. You couldn't have made a better call. Gold hardware. Oh, I didn't make the call. He made the call. It It was his vision completely. You made the great, the right call. Blue with fucking anything gold looks amazing. I had no idea. And he had a vision and we went for it and and it's pretty cool. We'll definitely have to post a pic of that. So you're doing um, gold pickup covers? Right. So he had, it was just the open, you know, exposed black uh, humbuckers. So we put gold pickup covers on there, which, you know, let's keep in mind that it's a great, it's actually a much better playing guitar than I was expecting it to be. And I've helped him out. We tweaked it, adjusted the neck and all that good stuff. So it's a great playing guitar, but it's, it's, we didn't want to get crazy with the amount of money we we're investing into it to, to, to make it look a different way as well. So oh, yeah. the pickup covers actually came and they were, I don't remember how they were. They were less than $20 and they were pretty close, but they're the magnets don't line up exactly. The slugs are a little bit off. Did you have to do some routing? No, you can't because it, I mean, it's just a piece of metal going over like a hard piece, some hard plastic with wire. They're supposed to just it. slide over. They're kind of, they slide over the, it fits the pickup correctly. But when you look down through the, where the, it exposes the pickup slugs, like those mm-hmm. adjustment screws, uh, they're, they're not perfectly lined up. It's okay. kind of a little bit, a little bit, good. but honestly it looks, I think it, it's, it, I was shocked at how much of a visual difference it made, but then he took it way further from there. I put it in, I soldered in a new gold, uh, pickup selector switch, new gold. I like the out- details by the way, output pickup selector switch and the bezel. And, and he went so far as to get new, uh, truss cover screws, uh, humbucker adjustment, height adjustment screws, All brand gold. new bridge and tailpiece gold. Dude, actually, we found a pretty sweet deal on Reverb. He got a, an, a pretty solid upgrade. I got a nine. Uh, it was a no. It was a re- semi recent gold off of a Gibson, off of a Les Paul. Yeah. Uh, gold uh, tunematic bridge, and I got it for nineteen bucks. And that's important, man. Like a nice bridge will really make or break the guitar. And it's a, it was used. It was a little bit worn in, but it actually sound. It looks really nice, and it made the guitar sound instantly better and play. You know, way easier to t- intonate. We put the gold um, tuners on as well. He got Goto tuner. I don't know how Goto Goto. Go. I always say like go off. Goto. I don't think it's yeah. Goto is I think how that's. I think that's right. But the interesting thing, and this was a new <laughs> one for me. That I mean, I've changed switches and such stuff before but i'd never we had to actually route the what uh import guitars the tuner holes are a little bit smaller mm-hmm. so we had to get a special routing bit and then drill out the yeah how did that go through. by the way because you were gonna dude uh, bore was, out those holes we bored some holes okay so we had been this has been a long project it's been more we've been working on it because we we're waiting for the parts for a little while it's, it's been going on for weeks and so we were kind of just like ready for this to be done and it, by the time i was able to do that it was like literally 11 p.m. on Sunday so I you know here in this apartment we're like well I was like well shit we shouldn't do this inside so we went out on the front porch I was drilling on my I was drilling wood at 11 p.m. on a Sunday on my front porch like my neighbors must be the biggest asshole on earth I have a drill and I we just got the drill bit that's specifically from Stumac it's was it even like like you did the bore I mean was it it yeah that was the biggest concern for sure because you can get easy, it's easy to get lopsided. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, so we spent a lot of time lining things up and and kind of like we made the pilot holes for the screws and all that stuff first. We knew we knew where things were going to have to go, and then it made it easier to once we got to it to have that kind of plan in place. But that was definitely the biggest concern. Like, yeah, thing was to go off to the side and it would right. mess it up. But so everything worked out. It, it worked out, and the interest, the route you don't go all the way through. You had there was like there's basically a guide, and you you find you. There was a little bit of trial and error and making sure that we weren't going too far. So we would ease into it, put the tuner in, see if, how far it went in, and then we would you know make the final decision from there. But it, it worked out pretty well that That's we got sick, those. Man. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, he also got a pick guard. The it was cut a little strange, so we yeah. haven't put that on you yet. Drum all that too, right? He actually spoke to the manufacturer, and they're gonna 
either send him a new one or repair. I don't know. They're, he's going he's black Picard. It's a, I believe it's either three or five ply black, white, black nice. Picard. Um, That's going to look nice. And it's, it's looks like a sort of like a special, like a Les Paul special. I'm dude. I'm stoked to see this thing when it's finished. Yeah. And, 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 it's been a fun project. It's, it hasn't been too expensive. You know, definitely less than a hundred bucks, even including buying like the drill. I was going to ask everything. you one question um, about the pickup covers. Yep. Instead of getting like pickup covers, what if you just went with gold, like, you know, humbuckers that already had the covers? Like, how much more? Would oh it have been? yeah. Probably. I mean, you know, realistically, another hundred bucks or so, probably. Okay. To, because you don't want to just get the cheapest. Just because they're gold, you don't want to get the cheap. Like, part right. of it was also to make this a better playing and feeling guitar too. Yes. You know, so like I, neither of us thought the pickups sound bad at all. So it was just like, yeah, let's just throw some pickup covers on there. He he's talked about maybe getting a, a Duncan JB used or something like that at some point, but that's the other thing. The other advice I've actually given him, I've kind of wanted him to because it's his, so I didn't want to have too much of an influence on it or anything. But I said, let's. Before, because he wanted to do a couple like you know coil taps and some stuff like that, I was like, why don't you just like get it up playing as good as it can play, and then live with that for a little bit and mm-hmm. see how you like it, get used to it, feel whatever, and then you can make decisions based on your playing. Because yeah. you know you could throw a Bigs Beyond. You don't know if you even you you don't know if you want that right away. Yeah. You know. By the way, like uh, Cappy actually knows how to play guitar. Like he's oh, yeah. not like um, we, we were talking earlier we talked about, about buying we talked the first... about him in the previous episode. He's he's got some he's got some chops. He just hasn't played for a electric long time. guitar, and especially has like almost never played electric guitar. Right. Yeah, which is a really cool transition, I think. But ultimately, the reason I even want to talk about this is because it's sort of like it reminds me what playing practicing anything kind of sucks, right? Like, you know, like practicing sucks so by yourself, anyways. If you can find ways to make that more attractive more power to you and if that includes putting a gd sleepy time gorilla museum sticker on your 1979 les paul custom you should do it do it by all means please do it i just won the episode <laughs> you win, man. You win. <laughs> oh i think everybody I love wins because of that i love it man we can all come to agreement so uh i think this kind of brings us to maybe the main topic of the co- of the conversation I don't know how you feel about that. Do you like topics? Dude, I love when topics. Main? I'm like, I'm looking at you because I don't know what you're, you, you gave me the notes, but now I'm like, <laughs> what are we going, why am I being surprised right now? No, I love this. Let's bring it on. Well, so I got, I got a baritone guitar recently. I don't know. Have we talked about that on the podcast? I don't remember. This is going to be the tricky part this is, is how we don't part. remember what we fucking talked about. I don't about. believe that we have. I think and we, also it almost it really doesn't matter because oh, we can just talk about the same stuff. Over it might have been on that the podcast that never happened. Okay, sweet. So I think we can. There have been about two it. of those, or one and a half. One and a half. Um, so I got a baritone recently. What kind is it? It's a PRS. You know what kind it is, dog. It's I'm a asking PRS, you for the listeners. Man. I know, I know that PRS SE. Mike Mushak custom, or I don't know if it's custom. I think it's just Mike Mushak. Mike Mushak being, it's been a while. I know where you're going player. with this, man. Have you? Did you figure it out? I know where you're going with this now. You want to talk about it's sig- a signature, signature guitar? It's a signature instrument. Arguably, oh no, I I just all I was about to make a point, and then I looked past you, and I realized that I can't make the point anymore. Why? What happened? I was gonna say that this is the first signature instrument that I've ever owned. And then I looked and saw the second, the first steel string acoustic I ever owned, which is an Elvis. Arguably, arguably not, arguably not a signature instrument, but the very least a tribute instrument. I told you we need to fix that thing up and make, I need it. I need, I need, what do you need? I need new tuners. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Bro, let's get on Stumac right now and buy you some. Oh no, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some like something used and cool looking. I don't oh, that'd know. Be cool. But that I I forgot until you, I literally forgot until I just looked you at handed you, me saw that, that the other day and you're like, this thing isn't that cool. And then I started playing. I never like, said it's not. No, that and then cool. you were like, oh, I think I like it again. Dude, I shaved off the the finish of the off the back of the neck when I was like probably 13, and it's and it still That's feels awesome. great. But. Anyways, I actually shaved the back of the neck of a signature instrument as well. Which one? I had a Getty Lee jazz bass. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've always loved those. It's okay. At the time, it was the coolest bass that Fender was making at the time. Like they had their, you know, you had the Mexican standard, you had the American stuff, which was expensive. 
And this was this Japanese, like, it had blocks, maple neck, black with white pickguard. It was like a 72 reissue, basically. And the pickups were super hot. They were wound, like, mm. really, you know, high. And I played one at a recording. It was actually at Ivy Labs. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they said, Love like, that place. they said, like, Fall Boy recorded on or something. But I used it for a record that we did. I couldn't even yeah, call it a good Fall Boy lyric. He went set his hands on it. But anyways, I played You're going it. going down, down yeah. on the low Yeah. And Getty Lee basses are awesome. This is this is the so this good. is the first sing along podcast. I, I think it, right we're here. doing a lot of singing on this. One. I know. So okay, so you you sh- but you you shaved the neck. So no, so I didn't take that one. Obviously, I played that one at the thing. So they made those <laughs> the at the thing. Um, I played that one at the studio. They made those between like ninety eight and like they still make them now. They do. Oh, are but they Mexican? If you can find, yeah, they do a Mexican and they do an American, which is like fifteen hundred bucks, which is crazy if you're you know. But that's, it's that's, that seems in line with their American pricing, doesn't it? Yeah, brand new. It's nice. Yeah. You know, maybe like eighteen hundred. Yeah, know, it's brand new. Oh, like guitar center. Anyways, my point is, if you can find a used one, like especially from the late nineties or early two thousands, like before two thousand six, those things are awesome. Crafted in Japan. Crafted, really, not, really, really good. Kidge, not midge. They were midge um, for like two years. For those so playing along at midge, home that don't know, Crafted in Japan, CIJ, made in Japan, MIJ. Yeah. And we're gonna have a whole episode about that. Foreshadowing. I can't wait. I can't wait, dude, because it's gonna be so confusing. Like, to look, we're gonna have to pull up stuff on the, you know, because you have to look stuff up. We like, still haven't. I don't know. I kind of like factory, that. We, I kind of like that we don't look stuff up, though. We don't look thing. up shit. So if anyone wants that's to fact part check of us, the, that's part of it. Or get mad at us, that, I love it. Dude. No, that's why we have fix it in post, right. and we can address it in a later podcast. Because I'm gonna have to listen to these stupid it, things all the time. I love that we spent 30 minutes talking about your Martin from last episode. <laughs> I don't think it was 30 minutes. I mean, it was 30. It felt like 30 minutes because it was such it was deep, like five minutes dense content. It was yeah, six and a half at most. Um, so I bought signature a, guitar. I bought a signature guitar. So it's your first. Well, no, well, aside from the, the Elvis. I mean, that doesn't. Okay. So this is the, we can just talk about it. And right I was going to say, we can get to this later. Let's just talk about it now. I also own and have owned numerous Les Pauls, but it's, that's a, that's a questionable one, isn't it? That doesn't count as a signature instrument. It literally has his signature on the headstock. Dude, but it's a model. He didn't, of... he didn't. He didn't design it. Right. When you look back at the history, he you actually, know. they, Ted McCarty designed it, and then he, they were like, "Hey, you're famous right now. Let's throw your stuff up here." And he was like, "Okay." And then the only, actually, the only, actually, the only addition he made to the design was the trapeze tailpiece in '52, and. Everybody hates that universally. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not good. They they almost immediately changed that's what I've it. Heard, yeah. yeah. So um, okay. So you're of you're of the a stance well, that that's not a signature. Yeah. Model. Be, my point is because they've made signatures off of that guitar. What do you mean? There's like the Jimmy Page signature model. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like once you make a, a signature, it's in off signature of, inception. Um, the Les Paul We've is got a model. the name of. We just named the episode Signature Inception. <laughs> I like that. There it is. Third best band name in the world. What's the second? I can't remember. But, but we know what the first one is. <laughs> piss River. A Piss River is number one. Dude, I think that jam we had the other night, we almost could have named the band Piss River. Oh, we did have a jam. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. We didn't even talk yeah, about that. Yeah, shout out to Curtis Evans. What up, Curtis? And Ross, man. That was fun. That was that was a good one because it was kind of it was weird to play as like a songwriter. Be like, here are some of my songs, people that I don't play with all the time. We and went in a circle. We Everybody did. Everybody yeah. took turns playing their own songs. It was yeah. actually really, really fun. That was man. really super fun. But there were no signature instruments played at that particular event. No. So I think Fenders obviously had the highest amount of signature instruments. Dude, you know what's super interesting about that? Guess when the first Fender signature instrument came out. That's a good question. Wait, let me think for a second. Um, I it's got to be in the 90s. I happen to know the answer to it. It's got to be like mid-90s. 1988. Okay. Do you, do oh. you remember who the first two artists were? Eric Clapton. Oh, yeah. And, Slow hand, baby. And, oh, fuck, <laughs> Jeff Beck. Jeff nope, Beck. Nope, Oh. Uh, Think uh, y- Europe, but the con- continental Europe. Who do, you, who do you got? Oh, I thought you were saying Hootie. I was like, that's Hodor. a great guess. Ingve Malmsteen. Oh. The first two Fender signatures were S- Slow Hand and Ingve. <laughs> 
Was he the dude? Which you, are uh, two that I would not wouldn't mind owning personally. In fact, would love to own the Ingve because I've never had something with a scalloped fretboard. I was gonna say he's the one who did the scalloped. He sure did. The scalloped fretboard for those who may not know yeah. is normally an electric guitar bass. You're making contact with the wood when you're fretting on your left hand. You're you're touching the wood. The scalloped fretboard literally scallops the wood out in between each fret. So while you're fretting, you're actually not making contact with anything but the string. So it's like baby canoes in in between each. Oh, record. baby canoes! That could have been a '90s band. Fourth best band. Fourth ever. best. That's like 14th, maybe. Yeah. We're gonna have to come up with a solid seven more. <laughs> That's yeah, the Ingve Malmsteen. They said something. I saw an article the other day, and it was like, "Why people are upset about the Ingve Malmsteen signature guitar?" I didn't. Click Wait, it. what? I don't know, man. You see these fucking headlines sometimes. <laughs> I'd read that. I would read that article for. I know. Sure. I was like, "Do you guys want to be on Gear Hunks?" Dude, that that is a, that for future reference. If you see any headline about Ingve Malmsteen, you just sent just forward that to me. I'm just please. gonna post it right on the Gear Hunks. Website. Sure, yeah. as long as you tag me because I want to know about it. He kind of made like a blues type sort Do people, of album. People recently. hate that guitar though. Like no, some I don't people think so. I Have mean, you maybe. played one? Oh yeah, hell yeah. How does it feel? It's weird. I but I want one. I would love to be good at it because the the thing that you realize really quickly is that it is all about the touch and the feel and legato becomes oh so nice really yeah just imagine doing pull-offs and hammer-ons sliding up and down the almost neck. like a like a fretless bass in a way no it's like the polar opposite you're not making you're almost not you're only touching the string so like the fret, like your fretless bass or any like any fretted instrument like you're touching wood with your finger like it's like it's like in midair. So you you have to have the right touch because if you push too hard, and this is I think what people don't like about it, if you push too hard, then you send it sharp. And then if you if you imagine doing that in a chord, you're probably gonna be applying different levels of pressure. It's gonna send the whole chord sounding out of yeah. tune with itself. I but tuned down for that for shredding. Reason. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Dude. I didn't know that you were all about the Ingve Malmsteens because I'm going to start oh, sending you those. There's a lot for yeah, sale. Love me. So love let's me go back to Ingve. signature guitars. No, we're, we didn't. We never left, brother. And actually, I know. I know the next thing I want to awesome. ask you about. I love this conversation. How? Do, okay, here's here here's another another opinion. <coughs> Excuse me. Is the Mary Kay bass or oh. guitar a, a signature? How do you no, how do you define it? It was a model. It was just a blonde. It was the blonde version. with gold hardware. Gold right. hardware. But that has become known as the Mary Kay, that look, and then they've eventually, re, you know, made like a version of it or whatever. It's like when um, they made Mary Kay Cadillacs, right? Or what were those pink Cadillacs that drove around? Oh, like the uh, oh, make, makeup? No, it's something like I think that's yeah, the makeup sales or that's whatever. What I'm saying. Like, like it wasn't Amway like a, some bullshit. That was more of like a series than like a signature. Signature means like somebody played it. Like, dude, if man. I would love to make a signature bass exactly off my 62P bass. It's almost like you read the notes because I literally wanted to ask you what yes. would be your signature bass. No, that's bass. it. And it's like... Wait, it's, before we get to that, we'll, we're going to come back yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. Before we get to that, do you, how do you feel about the even idea of a signature First instrument? First of all, I think actually signature basses or signature basses, guitars, basses, Anything Fender makes that signature, I really do. think I like it's that like, you're only thinking Fender, which is so on brand for you. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> um, so we have like I don't know if you guys have been listening, but I'm definitely all Fender. I don't know shit about Gibsons. Henry, you're Gibson, and you you know a lot about other stuff. Too. I'm a little bit all over the board, but I do think the Les Paul is my favorite. Yeah. So well, that's why this is an interesting conversation because Gibson didn't do tons of signature type stuff. They're, they have kind of an interesting history with it. They they were I'm, you look even bef even pre Gibson. There were signature guitars and guitar type instruments in like the early 1800s, but it wasn't until basically the last Paul in 1952 where it, the the real true signature instrument was born. But the, there were hollow bodies like uh, I don't even think I I honestly don't think I can even pull a name right now. But they made in the 40s they made signature Gibson made signature instruments for artists, but they were acoustic instruments, you know. So we're talking. I mean, obviously, we're talking mostly electric. So, what right does here. signature mean to you? Yeah, I know that's that's kind of the, that's the the question. I think it's a stated release from a brand that says we we worked with X artist mm -hmm. and then customized this instrument. Maybe it's cut from new. You know, what's what's that saying? Cut from whole cloth. I don't cut even know. Cut from the cheesecloth. 
I think you just made that up, <laughs> but I like it. I'm going to use it. You can have that one. Uh, either it's a brand new design or it's sort of like a like an Eric Clapton Strat where it's yeah. a Strat, but then t- changed in some way to be more in line with their artistic expression. That's to me like a signature instrument is something that like Eric Clapton, let's say he had an old Strat and then he just ripped the pickups out, put in something else that becomes like his main guitar, mm-hmm. his tool. And then that is, becomes a signature instrument. That's to me. So, what, but the, okay. So I think we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about using someone else's signature instrument? I love it. I have no problem with it. Like they have the, uh, I really want to get a sting, a sting bass. They oh, do the a 51. sting reissue. It's like a 53 oh. reissue thing. 51. I don't know. It's got a white pick guard sunburst, but there's this thing. It's really funny. I don't know if you know about this. There's an inlay on the 12th fret and it's like a ivory little, what would you call it? Like a little crest a block, yeah, oh, like a, crest? a block, like a little block in there with his signature. Sweet. It just says sting and they call it the stingley. And that's, Oh what, my God is clever as fuck. I don't know who came up with that, but that's beautiful. And anyways, that's the only thing that is signature about that guitar. Otherwise it's just a, it's a 51 reissue. No kidding. P-base. I did not know that. So, you know, what's cool about like stuff like that is like, okay, that was a tribute to the guitar he played. He didn't modify it. You know, he just, he played it. Mm-hmm. Um, what so, I like is something that you take that's unique there. I don't know. It, it varies, man. What? Okay. So we, now that we've established our personal belief system, what would be <laughs> your, what would be on your signature Base. I, I know and you. I've already heard you spoiled the sixty-two P base. Yeah, but what? I mean that would be it. It would be a. It would be a. I've thought about this. Um, it's the American reissue. You know, vintage reissue sixty-two, obviously. And it would have the PJ setup. Mm-hmm. So you'd have a split P, single coil by the bridge. Pretty standard. You've seen it in a million bases. But I don't know how it's wired. There's two knobs. I don't think there's a tone knob. I think you have two volumes, and that's all you get. That's how mine's no tone. That's how mine's set up. I've, yeah, I have no idea yeah. how it's wired. I've never opened it up, but I know that there's that's two still, That's a future episode. We've got to do that. Uh, it actually had a badass bridge when I bought it. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. There's a badass. Is that the one that's on? Which 75? I would probably put on the signature just for fun. But it actually, I put a threaded a threaded saddle bridge on it. Is that, is that, that's not the same one that is on the P base I bought from you? Um, What do you have? It's a it's a badass. Is that a badass? A bad, yeah, too. that was the one. That's the one. Yep. That's the I one that came on, on your base. Seventy five. Yeah. Because I thought was... it would be cool to have period correct on the other one. Oh yeah. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. What about finish? What color? It's, all that. It's stuff. It's black with a torque pick guard. Yeah. Rosewood. So literally back. just your base. Yeah, it's my base. It's that's it. That's a, oh, yeah, that's you your know signature. Would but would you? So you wouldn't when put I a stingray on there? Dude, when I bought it, I, I had a bra- it had a bronze knob, like the tone knob, or I guess you you call it the tone knob, but like the second knob was bronze, but they're both volume knobs. It, dude, I I replaced it by now because it just looked weird, but I think the signature would definitely have to have. There, that. I think there's a random weird. I think there, there's a bronze knob on the seventy five. That's the knob. That's the knob. Dude, I've got the you. old the old bridge knob. Full circle, man. Oh, I'm so happy to know that. Yeah. So, yeah, that would definitely be my uh, signature. What would be your signature? I haven't thought enough about this. There are some things I know for sure I'd want, and maybe I'll come to a conclusion. Part of me wants to be a total idiot and say a Gibson EDS 1275. For those who don't know, that's the Gibson double neck. He would. (laughs) (laughs) You know how obsessed I am with Gibson. Bro, this isn't Desert Island. And and my and and the twelve string electric thing. I mean, okay. So, can you think of any other twelve string double neck signatures? I mean, I can. Jimmy Page. Is that the like Don the one that looks like an SG, but it's yeah. double neck? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Jimmy Page, Don Felder. I can't think of any ones. I mean, Maybe Getty Lee has like one, but but that's a bass and a guitar, or bass and probably yeah, a mandolin bass, or something weird. Guitar, yeah. I'm talking twelve string electric, six string electric. Either that or just a Les Paul, like a lot, basically my Les Paul custom black. But the main, the main, my Stingley is that. So since I'm Henry the Fourth, as you're well aware, would you do a twelfth fret Stingley? No, I would do a fourth fret Stingley. You don't. This is that's sweet. it. I love this. That's it. Wait, on both necks? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. 
maybe four and maybe four and sixteen, since that's the repeating octave, fourth fret and sixteenth fret. And but it'll be an IV. It'll be my tattoos on the back of my arms, and that. But the only issue with that is that you, at least I, really kind of need the twelfth fret. I need to know where the twelfth fret is. Like I don't really look at the neck all that much when I'm playing, but I need to know where the twelfth fret is. So I would have to make sure that the side inlay somehow is very evident that like i can just see the side of the neck and know where the 12th fret is all the time because that like while i love the idea of this personal customization like my touch i don't want to make the instrument harder for myself to play either that's have you played a double neck before oh dude you didn't i never told you about this when volcano volcanoes make islands the band that you actually played in before uh when we recorded our full-length record this is when Brad's friend Adam, shout out to Adam, uh, the guy who collected Fenders. He collected a lot. We should of bring stuff. him on and talk about Fullerton Fenders, dude. That guy knew early '80s Fender reissues. Dude, the only Dumble I've ever played was his. I got to spend an afternoon with a Dumble and a like fifteen thousand dollars John Mayer Strat. That's a story for another time. Yeah, but <clears throat> uh, when we were recording this record, we we borrowed some guitars from Adam, and he had a super sweet white penguin Gretsch at the time. And he also had a Gibson EDS 1275 Jimmy page signature edition. But when they came out, there were some, I don't remember. It was like less than 50, maybe even much less than that, that were actually like custom shop and then played by Jimmy page. And so we borrowed that guitar and put it like Come on, literally man. all over the record because we we're like, well, we've got this thing. Nope. Guess what? Jimmy Page 12 string is going all over everything now. So oh. I, I got to spend, it was like a weekend with that guitar. Are you fucking kidding me right no, now? No, I'm not. So what year was it? Not that, I mean, not that old. It was a know? newer one? Yeah. Like Cause 90s? it was a signature. No, it was, no, it was like probably 2010s or something. They Played did this like Jimmy Page. special thing. And then each one came with this, like the cases. I mean, seriously, I, I was going to ask you about the, the it's hard enormous. case. It's enormous. I, I had, I think it, I, I had can't a, even imagine what that looks like. Dude. Imagine basically two guitar cases stuck next to <laughs> Molded each other. together. Yeah. But like a, you know, the rectangle style. That's it was It's huge. like a piano case. Dude, it was huge. <laughs> but that guitar was, I've, I've played, I've been able to play a, a couple of like famous guitars. Yeah. So luckily in my life, and that is by far the coolest for sure. That's because Jimmy Page, cool, you know how much I love Zeppelin and like be, played guitar because of that. It, and it sounded bonkers cool. So that was a signature guitar. Technically, that's true. He also has he also has a signature Fender. He already had a signature Les Paul, so he's had the yeah. Les Paul, the double neck, and now he's got a signature Telly that just came out recently. Have you seen those? There's the yes. dra- the dragon telly Dude, and then the, the Yardbirds dragon. one. The Yardbirds, I actually like the Yardbirds one better with the mirrors. Um, oh yeah, the mirror pickguard. I think back to back to the sticker talk. Jimmy Page painted a guitar and then put mirrors on another one. I mean, and they're now they're famous as all get out. No comment. No comment. All right. Well, that's I, fair. Yeah, I don't know. What's your favorite signature? instrument okay is that the well, uh, did i already answer my question um, is it getty lee yeah it was probably the getty lee jazz bass what if you had do do you know enough about signature guitars do you have a favorite signature guitar oh yeah um let's see the uh i like the srv i like the oh, srv strat oh yeah, yeah. good pull right there dude, nice. dude, that guitar is sweet with the, it has the backwards vibrato yep. like hendrix used in gold you know what the, throw me the, the relic custom shop too man let's like relic where it it's up. all oh, worn yeah, off dude, yeah dude, fuck it just i have always loved that guitar and i'm like i loved srv growing up i'm not like an srv guy i've never even anything. listened to, i couldn't name one song really really dude texas flood i think pride and joy jeff beck or something oh you're you're out of your element, Donnie. Donnie, <laughs> edit that part out, please. Do you have any more beers? No, because I brought all my beers to the practice space for the jam earlier. You should go week. there and jam. Oh, that's going to happen later. Yeah. Um, so I you're like saying SRV. SRV? Yeah, I like the SRV. What do you, um, Are you going to ask me what my favorite is? Yeah, I was going to. Well, yeah, We so we already designed our own. We designed our own. I, I want... I want to talk about my favorite signature instruments. Wait, hold on. Just to just to recap, mine's obviously my '62 that I own. Mine, with, I'm with just copying Jimmy you, Page. You're gonna do a double neck. I'm gonna. That's, I'm copying Jimmy Page. Double, 
but yeah, we guess we didn't finish. All right, so you want to carry going, that thing around? Okay, fine. I'm getting. I'm doing two, a Les Paul and a double neck, a 1275. Okay, both of them have the same fret marker set up with the four, but except the double neck, there's a four on the fourth fret and then a four on the sixteenth fret of the of the high neck. That's super cool. Or of the guitar neck, and then finish is the is the thing that I'm really struggling with. You got to go cherry if it's like a. Dude, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to see how you feel about this gold top. I can't even, has SG ever done a gold top? They have in in sort of like, you know, uh, deluxe type things like the, that like last Paul style uh, 50s gold top. I'm a big fan. And I also, and I hate the idea of getting fake weathered instruments, but I kind of want it to be like checkered already. Oh yeah. I'm, a, I'm lacquer, the same way. The like lacquer all broken up. Relicking's cool, to a certain point. That could be another episode, but yeah, that yeah, I guess I guess the relic discussion is one we're gonna have to have eventually. But I can't wait. The checking on the the nitro finish is is definitely just something that feels right to me. It's Dude. even happening on that that SG that I have. It's it's got a nitro finish on there, and I've you know I've only had it for less than 15 years, but it's starting to get that then it just feels right have you ever seen a gold top you know the um deluxe reissues that they did in the 70s with the mini humbuckers oh i used to own one yeah but i had a burst yeah they had a gold top yeah that if you find them now they only made a couple finishes they literally turn green yeah they're gorgeous especially that like the uh forearm spot dude where it gets we played a show with this band called steepwater and the guy had one and that was his main guitar and he had it in the green room and he's playing it and i'm like that is the coolest fucking guitar. So that's person. my favorite look. Agreed. And that's my, so I've got the two, I've got the double neck and the Les Paul. The Les Paul is basically, <clears throat> as we've discussed, my 56 Les Paul yeah. dark back, that gold top dark back. Although that's people like my, don't know because that was the issue that never came out. Is that true? That was on the Desert Island one. That was on the Desert Island. Yeah, oh, yeah. people don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dream all time guitar is a 1956 Les Paul standard uh, gold top with, so. I want to own, like, to, if I were to buy an instrument, it would be this one, and that one has P90s, and then the Tunematic Bridge. My cut, my signature instrument would basically be that, except I'm going to do a P90 in the neck and a humbucker in the bridge, right. PAF style. Probably I use Duncan Antiquities. It's going to be a Duncan Antiquity, They're and the then ones. Les Paul Custom binding on the fretboard and headstock. So like double bound body, like basically a Les Paul custom mixed with the 56 standard gold top with the pre-done wear already because that's, Sick, you know, dude. that doesn't I'm exist. Cheating. They've made things sort of like that, but not exactly like that. Definitely not with the P90 and the humbucker and then a hundred percent definitely not with the IV and lay on the fourth fret. I like it, man. Okay. Gold top, Les Paul custom <sighs> slash 56 standard. That's it. That's it. So, okay. So I want to talk about my favorites though. Let's go. I did think about this a little bit and, and, and the weirdest part is I could, I mean, I could rattle off a thousand different ones that I thought are cool, but the, like the ones that I feel like I actually want to own are metal guitars. Dimebag Daryl's. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. We've got a winner. Ding, 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 that's, ding, ding, that's ding, ding. some of that's, that's one of the main ones. Yeah. Uh, there are he I mean, you know, he had I don't even know at least probably a dozen different signature Washburn and Dean guitars. Can I tell you uh, we played a show with Blaine one time in like 2010 and this opening band the lead guitar player like had three Dimebag Daryl. Oh, they were all the same but like one Which was one? one was yellow one was white and one had the lightning bolts on it. Dude. Oh, di- they call that uh, the Dean. They're, they're Deans, right? Is that the brand? So he had signature Washburns and Deans. Washburns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, Dime Bolt is the one that you're describing. Was, he had one of those. Oh, yeah. He played all three. As you do. Were I they mean, good? Not, what were the they? The band. I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah but they he, were You just remember the cool guitars. Yeah. And we took a picture at the end where we're all holding the guitars. I need to see that picture. We're like we need to hold all your guitars, sir. And they and and they've actually become fairly rare, especially the Washburn. There's there's one called the I believe it's referred to as the Southern Cross. What about the slime bag? There was the dime slime. The dime slime. 
that wouldn't be on my list. Really? My I do think it's cool. I would get a I would probably I would get a few. Wait, how many are we talking here? How many are there? I mean, I, I don't know exactly, but probably a dozen. I mean, he had many different signature guitars They're throughout the years. All the different the, so the dime bolt that you described, that's one of the ones I want. He always would use what's called a trembucker in the bridge position. Some, I mean, probably both also. They would have a trembucker in it. There's one called the Southern Cross, and that was made by Washburn. And it's that same shape, but uh, kind of like a natural finish and like bound. And then it has like a cross on the sort of like bottom left starfish 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 piece starfish piece starfish pish (laughs) and uh it just looks so cool and then there and then he also had one that was called the stealth model that it was basically that same all blacked out but also it had beveled edges so it was almost kind of like came to like sharp points and then it had these like yeah so i I, I think those it wasn't like a slab body it was like a it, right exactly i mean it was it was it was a slab body but then they would bevel the edges that's comfortable actually no 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 it's more like sharp. it's worse <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it, it Tom looks, would do that it man. really looks like it was a later latter era one and it, it looks like you could absolutely murder somebody with it's it worse. but actually i before I, I wasn't even gonna start with him but i'm glad that I'm, obviously i'm always sorry yeah i went dime bag. but uh Eddie Van Halen Frankenstein would love to have one of those which to me when which, I was I was thinking about this as a, as something for us to talk about that that guitar is to me the like when I think about a signature guitar I think that's the one that pops into my head isn't that one of the maybe one of the first signatures before they it wasn't even them. a signature isn't that the but crazy people thing? were making that guitar eventually but he just he just made it himself they didn't manufacture he, it. he took like a I don't even honestly I don't remember but I want to say it was a Charvel neck and yeah a hammer body or something like that and, and then he put like stacked it all together on it and shit or like paint. well he put a Les Paul pickup in it and then he yeah he like painted it red or something like that I don't remember the order the colors but then he would like stripe it with tape paint it white, pull the tape off, do more stripes, dude, paint it with black. We you know. saw one of those at the guitar show last week and I, I was, picked I was bummed out. I picked it I up. I was bummed out. I saw that thing and I was like, <sighs> there have been, so I went to one of the NAM shows I went to was when Fender did, it was like a, some, it was literally like a $15,000 version of it. And I got to pick that thing up. And that was, that was, I mean, play, I've never played an easier to play shred guitar it was awesome. in my life. Yes. Wow. So there, it is possible to make it. I, I mean, who knows? I'm sure there have been many. He and then has since gone on to have like the EVH Wolfgang and all yeah, that yeah. kinds of crazy stuff like that, which I've never really loved those necks. Hey, you got to capitalize on that stuff. Oh, there's man. nothing wrong with it. It's just yeah. but that that sort of like original design was just like literally super strat humbucker in the bridge, one tone knob that, or one pickup or one volume knob that usually isn't even That's, wired. Yeah, in. the one knob. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know. That's cool. So those and then and then. I mean, honestly, more realistically, if I were to ever buy the the best playing shred metal guitar I've ever played was I went into a guitar center once a couple of years ago and in the, you know, platinum or whatever, whatever they call it, the Hall of Dickheads, they had a John Petrucci Majesty Ernie Ball Music Man. Oh, those are really nice. They, I think they had a couple of them and I played them both, but there was one that I... It, I, you know, some guitars kind of like wrestle with you a little bit and that's fine. That's cool. And like, you kind of want that. This was like, you want to shred metal. You, you don't have, if you're good enough to play, you can play anything on this guitar. Yeah. It, there's nothing that's standing in your way between just playing is amazingly. And cl- every lick you put down was, it just felt perfect. And, um, because that guitar would actually serve a purpose that nothing else that I own currently would do. That I really think that if I like of everything we've even talked about today, that would probably be the one that I would buy is a John Petrucci Majesty because it's that is like the ultimate. It's like a you know, it's a supercar, right? Like if you want if you need mm-hmm. to race that you want to drive, that you want to drive fast. And that's yeah. So of everything I have and don't have, that would probably be the Not filling the, the biggest spot. You, I thought you wanted that 12 string double neck, dude. I want my own signature for yes i would yes i would very much like my own signature guitar but i'm saying like something i was gonna buy i would i mean i would hope that if, if i have a signature guitar with gibson they're just gonna give that shit to me right dude they make be weird if they it? made you buy it i've heard about different companies doing stuff like I've that really? before or at the very least like giving you know a significant discount i saw this video of john mayer playing the other day on instagram and he was in the studio. Was he shredding some grateful dead fast stuff i i saw it was like if john mayer takes like a- ADD or takes ad- 
Yeah, that was it. And he's like, he's like, but he had a strat. Yeah. What I noticed was he had it's like not a, the PRS. I noticed the same thing. And he's then, got that new signature PRS Silver Sky. And I noticed I was like, that's interesting. Because not to say that like that's, dude, the PRS with the whole strat body thing is weird to me, man. Have you picked one out? No, no. So I'm it's I'm not being like, judgy. It's a, it's a super strat. That's all it is. But it's a little too close for my liking. Would you buy it over a strat though for the the price? I wouldn't buy a new strat. I would let's I say you had buy an old strat. You have to buy a strat. I have to. I ha- Why do I have to buy a strat? I don't know. Because because you're on a desert island. Because I'm on a desert island and I have to buy <laughs> no. a strat. Would no, I go with a Pura Silver Sky or a new You'd buy that over strat? a Thunder. Well, but it's a signature guitar and I feel weird about buying signature guitars. That guitar. is a signature guitar. That John Mayer. Yeah, it is indeed. And, and I've played one of the nicest strats I've ever played was the Dumble Day. And it was one of the like, you know, over $10,000 Mayer strats. And it felt ridiculously amazing. If you're going to buy something with three single coils, why wouldn't you just buy a Fender Strat? I don't know. I don't maybe know you, maybe you want a Nashville style Tele. Oh, I like those. Those are sweet. Dude. I have never cottoned to the three pickup guitar. The middle pickup, and I, you know, I mean, well, that's I've played a Strat for a while. You. Yeah. <clears throat> the middle pickup just always feels like it's in my way. What about the three pickup Black Beauty, man? I hate it. Hate it? Hate it. I've played them. I played that. I played the three pickup SG, you know, the, that middle that I just, that's where my pick wants to be and it doesn't work. And also I can't imagine ever needing to have that tone, the middle pickup on a strat. That's a different beast. I mean, that's like when you get those out of the two and four position out of phase sounds, I mean, that's a wonderful thing. You don't really need to do that with humbuckers. That's not the, that's not the name of the game. That's a good call. They just get in my way, man. So that's, I feel like that's a signature ending to a signature episode. Yeah, I think that was pretty good.